Hello, I'm Paulette Lee, and you're listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. If you're over 60, you're still worthy of being heard. I recently read a newspaper article about the opening of a new rage room near me. And apparently, rage rooms where you can throw and smash things are, well, (laughs) all the rage. I imagine they're frequented mostly by 20-somethings who might see this kind of aggressive behavior as fun. But it did get me thinking. Many years ago, I was at work in the public relations department of a large hospital when I received some very upsetting news. I needed somewhere to go, not just to cry, but to scream and rage. The only absolutely private place in the hospital was a quiet place, a chapel, and I later expressed the need for a screaming place, especially in a hospital where receiving bad news was not all that unusual. I no longer get angry the way I did in my 20s, 30s, and 40s. By my 50s, I'd become more accepting both of myself and others. And by my 60s, I'd lost the energy for and interest in the drama that had fueled my younger years. Now in my 70s, I just walk away from it. And I let people know why I'm doing so. I am not a long-suffering martyr. So I wondered... Do we all get less angry as we age? Or do we get more angry and just describe it differently from the drama we engaged in when younger? Do we manage our anger differently than we did when we were younger? Are our anger targets different? For example, I know I stopped getting angry at my husband late into our marriage. We'd already fought the same fights numerous times. And after more than three decades together, I would just laugh when I felt the anger start to well up in me. But there's a paradox. Whereas I don't get as angry as I used to at things that happen to me, if I don't like how I'm being treated, I no longer rage. I walk away. However, I am less tolerant of other people's actions. I get angry at injustice, unfairness, selfishness, and inconsideration. I know I annoy my neighbors because I complain about their loud music, incessantly barking dogs, and trash. I try to be a good neighbor. Why can't they be? Okay, so am I becoming the stereotypic grumpy old lady? Crotchety? I don't think I'm yet querulous, which I looked up to remind me that it means whiny and complaining. Nevertheless, anger in older people often is manifested because of a decline in cognitive abilities. Even if we're not at that point ourselves, we may have friends who are, or we may be a a caregiver to an older person who is affected by Alzheimer's or another form of dementia. Anger can also be exacerbated by hormonal changes. By the way, the science tells us those occur in men around the age of 40 and women around 50. So if we're in our 60s and 70s, we should have had time to, if not get over, at least get used to it. Anger can also be brought about uh, by depression caused by loneliness, concerns about an unfulfilled life or dreams as we deal with our mortality, loss of independence, loss of close family and friends, changes in sleep patterns, and a host of other issues. 
Chronic anger in particular can damage the cardiovascular system. When angered, our bodies release cortisol and norepinephrine. Norepinephrine. Sorry about that pronunciation. Uh, Those are the hormones that activate the fight-or-flight stress response. Well, I guess if I do flight, that's a hormonal response. Heart and breathing rates increase in anger. Arteries constrict. Blood courses to our extremities and away from our internal organs to prepare for action. There is research to suggest that anger actually increases with age and has been exacerbated by the COVID pandemic. For example, there is this explanation. By the time seniors reach their 60s and 70s, they've already dealt with several emotional traumas. They've already lost their parents, but they may also have had to lay to rest their children, their spouse, and their friends who all left the world before them. And now they have plenty of time to reflect on their lives and they may feel grief and resentment. Grief that they lost their near and dear ones and resentment that they could not spend enough time with them while they were still alive. They miss having them around. They feel that if their dearly departed were still alive right now, their lives would be pleasant because they would be able to spend time with them and make new memories. It is that grief mixed with resentment that can boil over as rage. A Canadian study suggests it is anger that can cause physical and medical problems as opposed to the other way around. A May 2019 article from the American Psychological Association cites that study, and I'm quoting from it now. As most people age, they simply cannot do the activities they once did, or they may experience the loss of a spouse or a decline in their physical mobility, and they can become angry, uh, said Megan A. Barlow, M.A. of Concordia University, the lead author of the study, which was published in the Canadian publication Psychology and Aging. She also said our study showed that anger can lead to the development of chronic illnesses, whereas sadness did not. Still quoting from the APA article now, uh, Barlow and her co-authors examined whether anger and sadness contributed to inflammation and immune response by the body to perceived threats such as infection or tissue damage. While inflammation in general helps protect the body and assists in healing, long-lasting inflammation can lead to chronic illnesses in old age, according to the authors. The researchers collected and analyzed data from 226 older adults, it's not a very large sample, ages 59 to 93 from Montreal. They grouped participants as being in early old age, 59 to 79 years old, or advanced old age, 80 years or older. Over one week, participants completed short questionnaires about how angry or sad they felt. The authors also measured inflammation from blood samples and asked participants if they had any age-related chronic illnesses. They found that experiencing anger daily was related to higher levels of inflammation and chronic illness for people 80 years and older, but not for younger seniors. Quote, sadness, on the other hand, was not related to inflammation or chronic illness. 
Sadness may help older seniors adjust to challenges such as age-related physical and cognitive declines because it can help them disengage from goals that are no longer attainable, Barlow said. Excuse me, anger is an energizing emotion that can help motivate people to pursue life goals. Younger seniors may be able to use that anger as fuel to overcome life's challenges and emerging age-related losses, and that can keep them healthier. Anger becomes problematic for adults once they reach 80 years old, however, because that is when many experience irreversible losses and some of life's pleasures fall out of reach. End quote. In a May 2019 Market Watch article, Stephen Stosny, S-T-O-S-N-Y, Ph.D., founder of Compassion Power, a Gatorsburg, Maryland-based firm that offers educational programs and anger management, is quoted as saying many men get angry post-retirement because they no longer feel productive. I absolutely would argue that women are just as susceptible to those same feelings, whether they worked or stayed home to raise a family. Indeed, the article goes on to quote Stosny, quote, retirees, whether male or female, face two additional risk factors for unleashing their inner hothead. First, our weakening resilience can go hand in hand with changes in our biology. When you're older, you're more likely to have physiological irritability, Stosny said. That's especially true in the morning when your blood sugar is low. If you notice your anger welling up, he suggests telling yourself, hey, that's just physiological, it doesn't mean anything, it'll go away in 10 minutes, my metabolism hasn't adjusted yet. A second factor, older bodies respond to stimuli differently. Stosny said, quote, you get more sensitive to abrupt sound as you age. Abrupt changes make you more irritable, like a lawnmower starting up, a blender or a horn blowing. They trigger adrenaline in your bloodstream. Rather than react with rage to such abrasive sounds, he recommends that you harness your heightened state of awareness to positive effect. For example, use the adrenaline rush to solve a problem that's been stumping you. Continuing to quote this uh, Market Watch article, some people get more ornery in retirement because they have more time on their hands to dwell on what they cannot control, from the loud neighbors to the incessant tussle of cable news pundits. So this is sounding familiar. Mounting agitation can lead to feelings of powerlessness, which in turn can intensify low-level anger. Focus on what you can influence and control, Stosny recommends. If you're addicted to the news, you'll just get angry. Taking action, like writing letters to elected officials or volunteering for a local nonprofit organization, can make you feel more empowered and less helpless. My aside to this is, well, yes, but sometimes the sheer ineffectiveness, petty politics, or personalities in that local nonprofit organization with which you're volunteering can make you angry, too. The article continues, add a dose of perspective for even better results. Know what matters most and remind yourself of your most cherished priorities whenever you experience a hot flash of exasperation. Stosny says, anger tends to make less important things seem more important than the most important things. 
end quote from that article. So, anger management for seniors. <clears throat> if you're a senior and you're finding yourself getting angrier as you age, Blue Moon Senior Counseling Center in Illinois offers these tips for managing your anger. I'm quoting now. One, communicate before a problem escalates. I have to laugh here because by communicating, by complaining to my neighbors, I seem to have earned a bit of a reputation in my community. Anyway, if someone is doing something that upsets you, they might not be aware of it until you point it out. Before your anger escalates, have a respectful conversation with the individual. Tell them why you're frustrated and work together to come up with a solution. Not everyone will be the re receptive to this type of discussion, but clear and open communication can prevent a great deal of anger and frustration. Two, focus on the issue, not on the person. It can be easier to feel angry at a person than at a situation. Instead of focusing your anger on a person, allow yourself to feel frustrated about a situation. This will reduce the risk of you lashing out at someone who may not deserve it, and it can help you find effective solutions to challenging circumstances. Three, practice mindfulness and deep breathing exercises. I'm thinking of the barking dogs. Calming exercises can be a great tool when you feel your anger start to bubble up to the surface. To practice mindfulness, find a quiet and comfortable place to sit. Then focus your attention on your breathing and try to allow your thoughts to pass through your mind without judgment. Whenever your mind wanders away from your breathing, gently direct your attention back to the meditation. Practicing this technique while you're calm can make it much easier to access when you're angry, so try including a short mindfulness meditation in your daily routine. Four, increase your activity level. Exercise provides an outlet for you to release some of your stress and anger. When you feel frustrated, the physical tension can build up until it becomes uncomfortable. Exercise is a safe, healthy way for you to regulate your mood. Even if you have limited mobility or chronic pain, there are plenty of exercise options for seniors. Some of the more popular activities for older adults, including chair yoga, Pilates, swimming, and of course, walking. Five, speak with a therapist. Sometimes older adults can manage their anger with lifestyle changes. In other cases, the anger feels so intense and unmanageable that support from others is necessary. And if you're struggling to get your stress under control, it might be time to talk to a counselor. End quote from Blue Moon Senior Counseling Center. An AARP article suggests, quote, develop a relationship with your triggers. Notice how often you feel anger, how quickly it dissipates, and how difficult it is for you to forgive both others and yourself. Anger management is actually a misnomer. It should be called impulse management. The goal is not to avoid feeling angry, but to identify the impulse that precedes anger and find productive ways of addressing it end quote from the ARP article. Now, this is my take on it. If none of these techniques work, and they all sound pretty good, but if you're still feeling pissed off, do what I do. Confront the source of your anger and excise it from your life. <laughs> well, that's it for this 
episode. Uh, thanks so much for listening. I will put the um, resources, as usual, on the Woman Worthy Facebook page. Have a great week. You have been listening to Woman Worthy, real talk about real issues for women over 60. Tune in wherever you receive your podcasts with new episodes every Monday morning. You can leave your comments by downloading the Podbean app to your device and on the Woman Worthy Facebook page. I'm Paulette Lee. I hope you found this program worthy of your time.